Car keys only. Car keys only. Yes. Car keys only. Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body, And I am Steve Davis. Seems like you forgot there for a second. Uh, I mean, I was thinking about a joke and nothing came, so I just said my name, you know. Right. Sometimes I just Which don't is come. a joke, right? <sighs> gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, so no, we're talking about right. Carcassonne, which is a game from 2000, the year that is. The year 2000? Redone in 2014. Yep, two to five players, and thirty to forty-five minutes. Also, I call nonsense on that one. I mean, thirty minutes. If no one's thinking about where things are going, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you don't care who wins and you just play, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely <laughs> thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean, there's like a like a couple hundred tiles. This is a tile game. Yep. And everyone has to make a decision. Play all of them, or someone gets to the end. Three players. This is like one point five to two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I reject your thirty to forty-five minute. Yeah. Game box. Though, you know what's crazy? I was looking on uh, Wikipedia, and no, it was a different game. Um, Why are you talking about it? Well, this now Wikipedia does say thirty to ninety minutes, right? Which is closer. But I was looking at a different game. I forget which one it is. And it actually said 30 minutes per player. And now that needs to be the way that game boards, that game, boards <laughs> game boxes actually advertise their time. X amount of time per player. So you can just keep adding players and keep adding time. Listen, I'm just annoyed at the huge inconsistency in how accurate the, uh, the estimated times are. Cause right. I mean, that makes sense. Grossly inaccurate. I mean, I don't know why. It doesn't really matter. I'm not looking at that part of the box when I'm buying a game. Well, I mean, clearly you are. No, we only talk about it here. <laughs> I don't think I ever looked at them, not specifically, no? for the time before we started doing this. You haven't looked at a game that says seven hours plus and said, oh, no, thanks. Well, like I said, I wasn't looking for it. So if I bought a game, I, I would find out later that it said seven hours plus. I'd still buy right. it. I'd still buy it. Got it. Come on. We spend seven hours playing board games very easily. But one. But one, no. Not yet. We have played we'll board games, it. single board games, for at least half that time. Yes. I'm sure we've played a Firefly board game that took us three and a half hours. One of the sure. early ones where we're like, or we're going to take the, with the hardest expan- yeah. scenario. Or with the expansion where there's more to fly across. Yeah. Once, once we get that second expansion, oh my goodness, that Blue Sun expansion. Anyway. Which you've already gotten. Yep, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anyway, Carcassonne. We're not talking about Firefly or whatever that other game I was looking at. This is Carcassonne. Which is based off of a French city, apparently, I just learned. Yes, this French city of, well, I, again, don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct, but Carcassonne. Yes, that's what I'm sticking with. That's what, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which looks just like the city on the little tiles. I mean, that picture of the city is incredible. The city is known for its high city walls. And this is a tile game based around building a city, a lot of which includes enclosed city walls. But first, what's in the box? What is in the box, Mr. Devinson? 
Well, you have tiles and meeples. There are a lot of tiles. How There's many tiles? 71. And then with the river expansion, which is now in the standard pack, you get another 12. Yeah, so the original game came with the 71 tiles, which seems way lower than it actually is, but I... I mean, one of those is the start tile, and then and you have to play through 70, 70 tiles. Yeah. But in 2014, they repackaged the box to include the... River um, expansion no, and the some... Abbot. Thank you. They repackaged it to include those two aspects of the game, rather than have them just as an expansion. I think the River expansion is a bit of a smaller expansion, but allows for a quicker start to the game yeah it makes it a little bit more clear as to where should i put this yeah it's along the river so in the in the regular game you start with one tile on the field and you start playing tiles on it where the river there's actually a full river there you play tiles on that river so it gives you more options later on the game where you'd like to start building your cities and your flower fields and whatnot yeah and the nice thing about that river is you actually do build that river as players you just take turns drawing from the river pile following a couple rules to keep it flowing downstream and you create your river yeah and then i guess we should get into how this game works so it's real simple you start with the starting tile if you're playing without the river or you start with the beginning of the river tile if you are playing with the river you go around the table for each turn they draw the top tile and they get to choose where to place it on the map. Following certain rules. So with the river, you continue the river onto the bottom. You can't loop it back towards itself. But it can go left or right. And then with the tiles, you have to just make sure it's in a legal position that would connect a road or would not cut off any other scenarios where it's not allowed. You just have to play it in a legal fashion. And you continue doing that until the game is over. But along the way... You have your meeples. The meeples are how you're scoring points in this game. So your meeples can go on roads. They can go in cities. They can go on fields. They can go... Well, not in the base game. They well, not in the fields. base game. They can't no. go on the field. That's, that is the farm expansion. Which is part of the river expansion? Part uh, of whatever we played. I forget what the actual... I forget all the... Inns and cathedrals. Inns and cathedrals. Traders and builders. The princess and the dragon. The tower. Abbey and mayor. Count, King, and Robber, the Catapult, Bridges, Castles, and Bazaars, Hills and Sheep, Under the Big Top. Those are the full expansions. Then the mini expansions are the River, King and Scout, Cathars, the Count of Carcassonne, the River 2, the mini expansion, the Cult, Tunnel, Prop Circles, the Plague, the School, the Festival, the Phantom. Oh my goodness, it just keeps going. I mean, okay. I feel like none of those were farmers. I thought it was, isn't it the one, the sheep and the the hills and sheep? No, you get sheep nope. tokens. Yep. No. Nope. Because farmers are just the base meeple po token, but flat. So I don't think there's a special one for them. Well, maybe they don't even list it here because they combined it in there. But anyways, use the meeples to score points. So one of your meeples goes on the scorekeeper. And that's how you track whoever's winning the game. You can use your meeples on your roads, in your cities, or wherever else you need. And whenever you score points with them, they go back into your supply. You can only have as many meeples on the board as you have on your supply. And if you don't have any in your supply, there's no new ways to get points until you get one back. So for the most part in this game, you're not being too competitive with the other players, but there are interactions where you can usurp points 
from other players. Uh, I believe they call it an indirect interaction with other players. Yes. You don't directly interact with each player, but you can do things that affect your uh, your opponent. Yeah, like taking control of their city. Yes. Owning their roads. Taking their roads. And suddenly that's your field and not theirs. So uh, the way you own a city is once you have a... It has to be completed, right? Yeah, once you complete the city, that's when you score it. Whoever has the most meeples in an enclosed city, so on some of these tiles have city tiles, and they some are open-sided, open-ended, and eventually you can work it around and, and get it closed. And based on how big that is, whoever has the most meeples inside gets uh, something like two points per tile, and then two points per banner on the tiles within. So you can actually score pretty big with some of those those cities. And if someone were to, say, build a separate city and put their own meeples on that and connect it to yours, maybe they'll take over your city. Yeah, exactly. You could have two, two different cities could connect, and you then have to recalculate based on how many meeples are in that city. Now, you can you add a meeple to a city that you're already in? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. It would can. have to be separate first, and then you yes. can connect them. So if you wanted a second meeple on your city, you'd have to put it in a separate city and connect them. Yeah. But be careful, because if, if one of those cities is closed off, then you tied, and I forget. I think you just get half the points. Yeah. Yeah. It's split. Yeah, that's right. And uh, But other people have the opportunity to uh, usurp your cities as well. Definitely something to watch out for. Yeah, so it's an interesting game, because yeah. the order of the tiles is set but where you place them is where things get interesting what do you mean the order of the tiles is set so once you shuffle at the start the order that you're going to draw the tiles is going to is already set you're not going to reshuffle those no oh i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. you don't see those tiles no. you don't see the order and in fact there are enough tiles that you would probably have multiple drawing tiles you might not necessarily draw in one particular order but yes, there's no more shuffling of those tiles. Nothing's going to come off the board and be shuffled in. Don't know what you're going to get until you draw it. And then you can place it anywhere on the map that it actually makes sense. Yes. You can't put an open side of a city up against a field. Because then that city doesn't close off with a wall. Yeah. The idea, actually part of the rules do say that it has to visually make sense. And that's why things like that cannot happen. So roads have to connect to roads. Cities can't just be half a city in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yes, it has to. The, the city walls have to complete. Now, if the city doesn't complete itself, that's fine. But you can't put a like a field up against an open end of a, of a city. Yes. Or at the open end of a road. An easy way to think of it is, does it make visual sense? Uh, aside from angles, <laughs> those yeah. ones don't always work. The angles can be a little tricky on these tiles just because you can arrange them in so many different ways. Yeah, you're going to put them in any 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 facing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of uh, my favorite ways to go after a win is to go after the city. All right. That is, like, the most valuable way to get points. Yeah, I mean, two points per tile is, is quite a bit. Yeah. But you also have the abbots. Yes. Or the abbeys with the abbots. Yeah, the abbeys are part of the normal game, and then the abbots are a portable abbey. Yes, the uh, the abbots were originally an expansion, but then they were added into the base game in 2014, along with rivers. Yeah, and that lets you get some points for each of the surrounding tiles around that abbot. Yeah, one point for each 
tile around it, including the one it's on, right? Yes. Yeah. So maximum number of points that Abbott or Abby can get is nine. Yeah. And as soon as you score them, you can put them somewhere else. Yeah. So it's a good idea to start building up around it real quick so you can cash in those points and move on to uh, something else. Just another another cool way to, to make some points. Then the third way to make points is with roads. You place your meatball onto a road, and as soon as that road connects to somewhere else, you get to score points for it. I think you get one point per road section, right? Yes. In between... In between cities. In between, yeah, villages, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so at, from the start to end, if the if the road doesn't close off... Actually, you do get points at the end for it, even if it's not closed off, do you not? Yeah, you get like half points. Half points if it's not closed off. So it is important to close the roads off. So at least you get your points. Yeah, because as soon as you run out of meeples in your supply, you cannot place more until you get yours off the board. That's right. And you don't get yours off the board until it's closed off. Yeah. Yeah. And once it's closed off, no one can now place a new item on it. Yeah. Scored, it's done with. That's right. Strategy in this game is a little tricky because your options are very, very open. Yeah, this one has a very high randomness factor to it. Like you said, those tiles are set in their order once they're shuffled at the start, but you don't know what you're getting. You have the ultimate choice when you pick it up to place it down, but more more you often can't than swap not, it out. <laughs> more often than not, it is not the tile you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's it can be frustrating when you're looking for like one piece to to complete a, a city or complete a road or whatever the case may be. So that's actually a really frustrating part sometimes is when you're waiting for that one piece. Yeah, but, especially uh, when there's literally one type of piece in the game that will work in your current situation. Yeah, some of those like the three-sided city piece. So you can yeah. close off a city without someone swooping in to grab it. Uh, those can be pretty tough or trying to get an abbey. Yeah, or because just you like have the a good end of a road. Or the end of a road, or uh, when you've got an open space but has two or three roads leading into it, you need a two or three road piece that will connect in the right way, right? So that, that can be tricky. But I think a good strategy in that case is not to focus on simply just one area of the map at one point because you can't control the, the tiles you're getting. But that also means your opponents can't control the tiles that they're getting. That's also true. So they also have to deal with similar things. And sometimes they might just choose to mess up what you're doing. That's very, very true. That's Ooh. actually a good strategy. Yeah. They saw that you were setting up for one large city. Maybe they'll cut you off there and score on a small city. Cut your city into two and take those points on the smaller one. Yeah, exactly. It's actually a good strategy to employ. Don't just focus on what you're doing. Keep your eyes on what your opponents are doing. Throw in a little anarchy. Uh, disrupt their plan. Yeah, especially if you drew a card that you have no use for. Or, but, sorry, a tile. Yeah, good defense is a good offense. Don't be afraid to spread yourself out, because you are allowed to be in, like, five places at once. I mean, if you just focus in one area for scoring, you're not going to score that many points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless you keep getting city parts and you can expand your city that is good but watch out for people with nearby cities play your meeples don't just sit back while you're drawing cards and while drawing tiles and saying oh i'll just wait until i get this one to play my meeple i'll just wait until i get this one to play my meeple yeah sometimes you could just have drawn two road tiles and just scored yourself two points in the same amount of time that you were waiting for the piece to show up don't just sit on those meeples those are where you get your points obviously you i think you get what five yeah, you get five plus your abbot. Yeah, plus the abbot. So don't be afraid to play them. Yes, once you 
once you play it, you don't get it back until you score it. But you can't let not getting it back stop you from actually using it. Yeah. Right? Then there's no point in keeping it at that point. Playing it into like a city center stops someone else from playing onto that city. Definitely uh, something you may want to do to stop people from, from getting in there is play on the city. Worst case scenario, you play on the first city you put down. Worst case scenario, that city turns into, what, eight points. Nothing, yeah. like very, very little. But you get your meeple back right away. Now, what do you think about this game? I like this game. Uh, I wouldn't say it's in, you know, my top five or ten, but a lot of fun strategy, a good, healthy amount of randomness. It's world building. I always enjoy that. It's not one set map. I enjoy those maps that allow you to build the terrain as you play. I find this game very stressful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it just is. one of those games where you need everything to go right, and there's so many things that people can do. To just say, oh, I'm just going to throw away my turn and mess with your stuff. Yeah. But of course, that goes both ways, where you can take whatever you were doing and say, I'm not going to work on that this turn. This turn, yes. I'm just going to make it so that your Abbey needs one of the specific pieces on the board that are both on the board already to finish up. Yeah. No, don't discount messing with people as a valuable strategy. Yeah. Definitely. So it's a game where you absolutely do need to think. It does get stressful because you are working that brain the entire game. So here's a question for you. Is this more or less stressful to you than Ticket to Ride? Because I have never seen um, you in a more stressful scenario than we were playing Ticket to Ride. It's not as bad as Ticket to Ride yeah. just because you don't see what you need in front of you that's fair that's fair so much it's like oh yeah i need this piece but there's two piles there i don't know when i'm going to draw just about tracking your points yeah whereas with ticket to ride it's like i need four more red train pieces or i lose yeah 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 Yeah, okay okay no i've never seen you more stressed in my lifetime than playing ticket to ride you especially when there's like hide yourself five players we had four players in that game and it's just like yeah watching people play the stress of watching watching the area you need to you need to take over and, and, yeah. and seeing people get closer and closer to it it's like you need yeah. that one track space yeah but now yeah. someone else took it on the last turn i did ruin that all for the you. way around <laughs> and you never completed that track nope that one time i do remember and that i don't even well. think you needed that track either. i didn't i didn't <laughs> i don't think i played anything else on that track yeah no. Train here. Okay, no, that was just interesting. Talking about stressful, I always go back to Ticket to Ride as right. the most stressed I've ever seen you, which yeah. is but this the game's only also time fun. Ever... Yeah, it is, absolutely. I mean, we do play Ticket to Ride more as well, and you find that stressful. I do enjoy this game quite a bit. I do like tile games. Yeah, tiles are fun. The built-in customization of the game in the actual gameplay. Like, you customize the game as you play it. It's, uh, it's just very interesting. Do you have any, you think you have any house rules? Any any customizations you might throw into this? Draw two, pick one. Oh, that's interesting. Draw right. two, pick one. That's not a bad idea. Actually. And I guess the other one goes to the bottom of a pile. Or maybe just goes into a discard and then it's reshuffled and you just right. do that over out of and the over game until, until much later. Until later, yeah. yeah. That way you're not watching for that tile. That way you have a little bit more control as to what you're putting down, but it yeah. also might m- make for a too high-scoring game. It might get really high-scoring, and it could also really lengthen the game. That might be a rule you put in and add maybe a turn timer or something. Right. Right? Or maybe it's once there's 10 tiles left, then you can do that. 
I mean, that once there's ten tiles left, that would it it it, it definitely is going to put up the time of the game. Yeah, for sure. I, one I was thinking about was similar to that. There's seventy tiles, so you don't have one stack of tiles. You have multiple. So if you divide it up evenly, maybe one of those stacks is face up. Oh, so you can take the face-up card, so you or take you up, take the mystery card. Yeah, you take the face-up card or the mystery card. Right. Yeah, and it's just like just a little added bonus. No, no replacement of it. Once the face-up pile is done, it's done. It's and done. if it's the only pile left, that's what you that's get. That's what you're getting. Again, a little bit added strategy, almost the same way yours does. In that, uh, and then just that you have an option similar to uh, actually Tussie Mussy. We talked about last month almost. You have a choice. Is can I use this one that's face up? Or do I want to go for the hidden one? Again, this has the potential to really lengthen each turn. Absolutely. Because you're going to want to visit every scenario possible with that face-up one before deciding if you want to risk taking the face-down one. Yeah. So this potentially and then there's doubles that, the length of each turn. Yeah, then there's the added pain of taking the face-up card yes. and seeing the pain, the card that was uh, immediately after it, it that like, you wanted so one. much more. That's the one! And you know it's not making it back around to you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a clear spot to put it. You can score points on it instantly yeah. and get your piece back. And, yeah, I, I can yeah. already feel the pain. The pain of, oh, why didn't you take that face-up one so I could get this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. That's also a house rule I really would love to explore in other games is the almost like the speed chess style is like getting like having an actual turn time. Right. Like whether it's 30 seconds or a minute, depending on the game. Get like an hourglass that you can just. Flip. Yeah, just an so hourglass. And you have that one much minute time. hourglass. Yeah. One minute hourglass or not even. I think I feel like one minute, especially in this game, is long for actual tile selection, right. especially. You're looking at 70 minutes right there, which is not bad. Just not bad. Yeah. Or you but... can go like the magic maze scenario where you have to make sure the hourglass doesn't get to one finish on one side. So if it finishes on one side, you lose. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get oh, like a 30 man. second hourglass. You're reminding me of just how horrible <laughs> that game is. Oh, man. Weren't we talking about this last time as Magic Maze? Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. how well, torture. Talking huh? about throwing a timer in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The timer that comes up. To I me. should just buy a few hourglass timers. But think about that, though. Oh, yeah, Each they person have has their own timer. So you don't have to wait for the timer to reset yeah. uh, every time. If someone gets it to halfway and makes their move, then you're just. You have to wait the full time anyway. So, well, that's yeah. the one downside with hourglasses. Yeah, yeah. There's no the reset full button. Minute. There's yeah. no yeah. There's reset. no good reset button. But you let it go about halfway. You start the game, and then everyone's turn just has to not finish the hourglass. Oh, I mean, that's that's not a bad idea too. But I mean that. Goes... But then that just brings someone leaving it so that there's like just a single green left, and then float. <laughs> I mean, at that point, at that point, if it runs out before the next person touches it you lose kind of right. situation but then but i'll just that re touch yeah 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 i mean that has to <laughs> yeah there, there has, has to be, be some sort of there. and also like a, a you know a bit of code of honor like yeah. everyone everyone's gotta gotta be well on the you same flip page. it to end your turn uh yes yes but yes, then yes, you yes, just yes. let it go for like a second and then flip it and put it well put it, let it go for a second put down your piece flip it and then they have like no time left <laughs> oh i wait what 
So you No, the more you let it go, the more time they have on their turn. Yeah, so if you take your turn really, really fast. Oh, I so see. There's almost I see, nothing I see. on yeah, that yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. So you, you someone gives it to you really full and you quickly make your move and flip it back over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. You you could add a minimum time, but then you're yeah. adding in like another timer for the timer. <laughs> and then a timer for that timer. I mean, it's it's worth exploring. It's worth exploring. Yeah, it's it one, and fun. it's also it's also a house rule that can work for just about any game. It's just yeah. adding a timer. In. We love that kind of strategy, uh, where you really got to think about your move. But sometimes what could be fun is just a a quick, quick, quick yeah. game. Speed it up. Yeah, just speed it up, and like. But then you sometimes miss out on the scoring. With that, that's the only problem. I mean, with a game like this, yeah, where scoring yeah. is immediate, yes, I can understand that. You you might miss some scoring. So maybe in a game like this, uh, I, this one actually wouldn't be too, too bad for missing out on scoring, but something like Ticket to Ride, for instance, would be, where it's very easy to forget to move your score marker around. It's definitely something to to explore, I think. It's something that I, I really want to try in the future is just adding yeah, something just like the just go a to a hobby shop turn time like yeah two or three different sized hourglasses yeah yeah you know we have three players typically so having three distinct timers in for individually timed turns or then for your idea of the right back to never your... let the timer run out uh yeah we would just need one and yeah back to like the 30 minutes per player you just have 10 minutes for your turns so imagine that. Imagine that you get, say, like, for instance, an hourglass that's 30 minutes or even just a, a regular timer. And yeah. you just, when your turn's over, you get to pause. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's a, or what I like is those chess clocks. I would actually love to get one of those. It's only good for two players. Yeah. But, like, It'll you do hit that. your button and it automatically starts the next person's clock. And once it reaches zero, then it's out. That's worth looking into. Yeah. Worth looking into. Definitely a fun. This can't end. be ridiculously expensive. I mean, they could be. It's involved in the chess community. It feels very yeah. posh and elite. I feel like that would just automatically make it expensive yeah. because the people it, the people who want to buy it are loaded. Possibly. Not necessarily that everyone who plays chess is loaded. No. Just the, I, when I think just of the people the, who play chess who probably would require that sort of thing. The people who play in like those chess leagues. Yeah. My at least the league would have the money. Seeing them the... <laughs> gives me the impression that they are all rich. Chess is their side project. Not that you have to be rich to play chess. I yeah. have played chess many times. Like that movie where the, the poor girl becomes a chess master. Yeah, that one. I don't know it. Okay, well, if you had to rate this game, what would you rate it? I think it's pretty fun, but a lot of the time the games do feel a little similar. Each yeah, other. I could see that. I can see that. As much as it is customizing the game and the map, it, it's all very, very similar. Just different variations of the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's still quite fun. Yep, I see that. I see that. So what kind of rating would you give it? Um, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Is that out Seven of out of walls. Seven out of walls. Hmm. That's good. This game is quite a bit about walls. I'll give it a 81 out of carcass hmm. i'll give it i mean i'll give it an 81 cool cool 81 percent on some sort of scale well, 81 percent i gave it a scale right. 81 percent so approval rating which is will almost always play yeah yeah it's in the it's in the positive definitely stuff like you said there's the the repeat value is a little bit tiresome but yes 
definitely space out the games a little I bit. I will play this. Yeah. All right. I think that wraps us up. Yep. This has been Cardboard the Board Game Podcast. Please check us out on Twitter at Cardboard Podcasts with no T at the end. And on Instagram at Cardboard Podcast with a T. Yes, give us a follow there. Please check us out, like, and subscribe to us on whatever podcast system you use. Please uh, rate and review us as well, if you don't mind. Our podcast player of choice has that option. Please do so. We would love to hear from you. And reach out to us if you have any suggestions, if you have any games that you'd like us to check out. Please let us know on our various social medias. Uh, We would love suggestions. I mean, we have tons and tons of games that we want to play. We actually have a a pile of games I'm even looking at that we haven't played yet. (laughs) One, two, three, four, four games we haven't played yet. It just in this room. Yeah. Right. Now, five games. Sorry, five games. I mean, if you turned your head, you probably find more. Actually, yeah. If I look (laughs) over this way, I see another two. Uh, Actually, one we haven't played in probably. 10 years so i wouldn't even count that one as being played but uh we are doing it i think this year we're supposed to review it so we should probably get to it all right it's in the to-do pile it's in the to-do pile so next week what do we have next week we're going to be talking about uh five minute dungeon five minute dungeon yeah it's a, it feels like it would be a short episode uh it might be about four and a half minutes all right cool yeah so uh tune in for that I don't think you'll be disappointed as long as your expectations are already set really low. Mine were set high. Oh, no. Oh, extra, extra <laughs> disappointed. Extra disappointed. Stay tuned for that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Stay smart. Give it your all. And bye. Bye. Do you think anyone will get the laser tag reference? Laser tag? Oh, that's what you were talking Laser about? Laser Quest? Play, I will play fair, play smart, and give it my all. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no one will get that. No? You don't think so? I mean, I didn't even pay attention when they asked about that. No, I mean, you're, yeah. I will not run, climb, or jump. I, I don't want to win. That is there. I will not cover any targets. <laughs> I will not use offensive language. Oh, you still remember that whole thing? Uh, It was like the mantra. And no. every time we went, we also played like three, four times. Wait, you actually like listened to that and recited it when they asked you to? Yeah. Just, it was written on the... It was written... It was a whole wall right. written there. And you had to hold your gun in the air and say it. And any, I, there were times I didn't say it. And they came over and they're like, no, no, no. You didn't say it. So you got to say it. Oh, really? I yeah. guess no one cared if I said it or not. I was like, I was like a 16-year-old white boy. They know I'm gonna just like start like climbing, climbing the wall, climbing the wall. Yeah, jump off the second level and break your leg. Yeah, yeah. And then when someone comes to help you, I couldn't even do it for the mind. <laughs> mind didn't even exist back then, but I was still gonna do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs>